0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio
1: with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio, Soul Diving Sunday show with Shelly Wizen. Shelly is the ultimate soul diving guide and we like to splash around on Sundays and every day, quite frankly. She is the founder and CEO of the Soul Diving Institute. She established it to study and teach the art and science of being human. She likes to talk about being, um, you know, Mm -hmm. being conscious, being alive, being there in the moment. And she also works with people as a transformational life coach because her goal is to make sure that everybody in the world lives a yummy, delicious life. I said it. I said it, Shelly. Uh, but yeah. everyone, you can go to her website and she's got a whole ebook on it too, that you can download. Go to shellywizzen.com. She's also the author of What Do You Bring to the Table? A Savory Sensory and mm. Inspirational Guide to Living a the Yummy Delicious question. Life. I said it again. And, uh, The Healing Journal and the Story of the Magical Baby Grand Piano.
2: So check it all out again at shellywizzen.com. Welcome back, Shelly. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thanks again. I just love being with you guys and sharing life and talking about topics that uh, we all need to talk about. Actually, it's it's very enlightening. It's yummy, delicious, right? Yummy, delicious. I said it
1: three times within like the beginning of the show. Like you feel better
2: and better and better each time you say it. I'm getting
1: there. Yes, I am. I'm starting to go. I want cake as soon as you know what? (laughs) Every time I you know, the chocolate cake you have in your book. (laughs) Well, it's a true thing. Every time I say yummy delicious, I think of that cake. I can't help it.
2: Yeah,
0: I I think of chocolate chip cookies. Uh Uh-huh.
1: That's good. So basically, we want to live a chocolate life. There you go. That's right. Sounds good to me. But today, we're talking about change. You know, September is here. How did that happen? It's here. Um, Nancy and I are up in the, uh, the general Asheville area of North Carolina where the leaves are changing already yep. and I think change is coming sooner and um, I think about Sam Cooke whenever we think of change um, the musician oh. we always talk about music on this show with you um, but change is inevitable and the weather lets you know that change is inevitable doesn't it? I mean we've going through a lot this and I'm glad you're here I mean you guys went through Hurricane Hillary that became mm-hmm. a tropical storm and Maui's had fires, the Mojave Desert's had fires, Canada's had fire. It's been kind of a crazy yep. time. Um, so change really is inevitable. And I think this is a really good topic to talk about because it can be
2: very difficult to embrace change. That's true. The the thing is that because change is inevitable, we can't stop it. Um I remember when my grandson was five years old. He's now 17. And when he was five years old, uh, he, he's very into numbers and he was looking at his, uh, clock. It was a, um, a digital clock and he was looking at the numbers ticking, ticking, ticking. And he said to me, uh, they call me Nuni as their grandma. And he said, Nuni, if I break the clock, will time stop?
0: Oh, good good went,
2: oh my god what a fabulous question i was yeah. just taken aback by a five-year-old even mm-hmm. conceptually thinking about that and i he said well will it you know and i said no baby whatever you do you cannot stop time and it's yeah. the same with change every mm-hmm. moment every second we breathe there's a new moment and mm. we left the old moment and we're into the new moment and change is inevitable that mm. we have cells in our body. I just came from the doctor and we were talking about bone cells and how oh, bone wow. cells change and they, they, they die off, but they don't do it um, immediately because we'd have nothing left of our bones if it did it quickly. So it does it in, in small doses where Old cells die off, new cells come into play. And it's the same with the falling of the leaves or the changing of the colors. Every single thing, all we have to do is look in nature and Mm -hmm. we see Mm. that change is inevitable. And you guys Mm. traveling around the way that you Mm. do, you see change all the time and it's reflected in nature, we were just talking about mushrooms and how they change and how they adapt. And mm-hmm. every single environment adapts to its environment and changes. And it's the same way in life. And I, when we resist change, it makes it harder to allow for the change to be good for our own growth. And mm-hmm. our better- you do
0: waste time
2: when you resist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's, it's
0: going to happen anyway.
1: Well, I think, but, but part of that resistance is, you know, then it becomes changes, a pain in the butt. Like you're yes. talking about changing us traveling the country. Well, right now, those bad. right now, the country is full of potholes, right? And then finally we're getting these yes. fixed. So as you drive, there's road construction, road construction, which Everywhere. everybody
0: goes,
1: when, 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 this is, um, annoying. And then, you get, you, everyone gets annoyed. However, the beauty is we're going to be able to have these beautiful roads without mm-hmm. as many potholes. Right? You know, we don't want to go down, and you know, so change can be bumpy, right? So how do we get through that? You know, because it also means changing belief systems sometimes, and that's a really difficult one. I know we've talked before on that, but change may require us to step outside that comfort zone, and it can be an angry process.
2: Yeah, sometimes it is, especially when when we resist, we think we can do something about change, but we can't. And so when we surrender to the potential that exists in the change, then we get to grow as individuals and we get to develop ourselves personally in a way we didn't expect. And when we, when we think if we resist, it's not going to happen. It's just going to happen mm-hmm. kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. but kicking and screaming isn't going to stop it. When mm-hmm. we step into that, um, discomfort zone, that's where all the goodies are. All the goodies Ooh. are in the unknown. Ooh, chocolate not in the known <laughs> mm-hmm. in the known mm-hmm. of what we know is what we know so there's no surprises there Mm. but when we allow for the mystery to come into our lives and the unknown to be a new playground then what happens is there are goodies that are unexpected waiting for us to explore and experience and we get to have a more fulfilling meaningful and what yummy delicious yummy delicious and being and
1: being Life, a life of being in consciousness.
0: We we should say we're talking about changes that happen that are beyond our control, not changes somebody makes for you or someone else does to you that you can control or stop or be part of or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you When you're looking at the weather decided to change, well, what are we going to do about that? you either live with it or distress out about it or you take precautions and you got to run with it you know so there's there's changes and there's changes
2: mhm mhm two kinds of changes there's all kinds of changes we change all the time as human beings we grow yep. every year we're 5 years old we're ten, 10 years old we're 15 years old i mean we grow back to and our beliefs change, and when we become aware of those changes, that's where the growth is, and that's where mm-hmm. we start to become more aware, and we expand our awareness to how we are as human beings. and And my my thing is when we look at each other from one human being to another, not as a role not Mm -hmm. as mother-daughter, not as partners, not as boyfriend-girlfriend, not as husband-wife, not as teacher-student, but from one human being to another, then we can even acknowledge the change that's taking place within us Mm -hmm. and say, you know, it's so interesting being this human being because we, I'm experiencing something. You know what? I'm experiencing judgment right now. And so I want to judge you. I want to blame you. I want to point the finger out at you and tell you it's your fault for me not feeling very good about it. Don't you be do that to me now. (laughs) What you talking about? What you talking about, girl? And when we allow ourselves to view each other and everything we do from one human being to another, I think we soften our stance. And we we pull, you know what I mean about the point finger pointy itis. Oh, that, that remote control! I don't out. like the, the finger. control. That's right. These are things I keep right next to my my desk because they're symbols that help us to remember we are in charge of our mm-hmm. own sense of well being. And when we give this to somebody else, and mm-hmm. we think they're going to change, see, that's oh, they don't. Another thing. Oh, yes. that's one of the biggest right. lessons I think
1: I've had uh, personally is thinking someone's going to change and they don't and no, you hope never. and you wish and they don't they never have and you yeah. can't control that and, and it's not your place to do so and if it's not hmm. pleasant move on you get to change but and leave they do they change, change their way but you,
0: they, they change as they need to want to can do and not always in your time frame like we're Mm -hmm. so used to instant Mm -hmm. oh you're going to change like that overnight i don't think so it it takes time Mm -hmm. willingness understanding compassion there's a whole lot of of things that go into making a change
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but if it's
1: a relationship shelly which is where you were going i think that's an interesting thing with people like when someone gets married, they do those big vows and everything. And then they're like, okay, till death do us part. I'm like, holy crap. Like, oh my That's God, you're really going to do that. Um, and people do it. Um, I did it, but I, I mean, that was it. I had no, and thanks to the world of annulment, um, pretty much. Um, but the, the thing days. is you, you have to have as a relationship that place where someone's going to grow or not. The other person can grow. Quickly, like let's go back to the mushrooms. Here we are. Here comes this little mushroom. The the water's perfect, the moisture in the air, the shade, the sunlight, and all of a sudden it goes whoop. And the one that it's married to went, That's not the moisture for me. That's not the sunlight for me. I'm just gonna stay the way I am right now. Now the one up here can't reach down, the one down there can't reach up. So now we have this like wait, wait, wait. How long is it gonna stay there? Is it worth staying there? And that's a really weird relationship thing if they, they don't, don't have do the, a they, bond. If they, they don't, don't, don't have a a bond beforehand of understanding personal growth, isn't that? But they part don't of have that?
0: the vow. They don't say vows that we know of. They no, don't I'm talking say, about people, I'm, I'm talking.
1: Hypo, I'm talking about hypothetically, and that's what I'm saying to Shelly yeah. is that if that part should be part of a relationship is expecting
2: change, right?
0: the growth okay so any
2: expectation yes we expect change i think that that is a given when we allow ourselves to know that change is inevitable that we that it's just part of life itself Mm -hmm. you know leaves fall that's a change they change color that's a change Mm -hmm. we get older that's a change I mean our bodies change, everything oh, God. changes. <laughs> you know, I know. Sometimes we don't necessarily like those changes. No, it sucks. But when we accept those changes, I think, with a sense of grace, then mm. it's a little easier to navigate mm. the journey. And when we allow ourselves to be human, and that's the thing, Mm -hmm. when we allow ourselves to be human, then what we're letting go of is an expectation that we're perfect, is an expectation the other person is perfect. And uh, I have a friend of mine, beautiful friend of mine with me, and we're talking about relationships and how... When we allow each other to be human, there's a forgiveness Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. wanting a, the other person to change. And if they do a thing, a certain way that may not necessarily be compatible with the way we do it, that fills Mm -hmm. something within ourselves. If we can still look at that person as, as what we've talked about before, a friend for life, someone Mm -hmm. who you have an agreement with that you're going to hold this space for each other to be human without judging. Mm. That's a big one, without mm. judging. Because when we can do that, then we are a co- um cohabiting in this life side by side and going, god, isn't being human an interesting journey? It is mm-hmm. interesting. And sometimes it's a pain in the butt, but if you and don't ex- it is.
1: But if you don't I think it there's so much I, I'm like time to me is very, very valuable. Once you get to an age and people are moving on to their next sphere, and you you start to get to that point, a friend of ours was saying, I used to have birthday cards on hand all the time. And now she says, now I have sympathy cards. Like life has changed. And you start to really realize, you know what? Life is super, super Mm -hmm. precious. So every second that you're doing with things, and if it's not serving you, you are allowed to make a change and be right. in a place or relationships um, that do serve you. I think right. so right. that you're, yeah, and mm. sometimes it's really about you internally making a change, right? right. So time is key. Like you can't, we want to wait around. I think sometimes we're incredibly lazy about doing what you're talking, uh, human beings doing uh, what you're talking about of, Just get to the point of acceptance. We can argue and go back and forth, but what a huge waste of life when you could be doing all the goody stuff that you're talking about of just go, oh, face it, hug the monster, move on. Right. You know what I I mean? That hurdle. How do you get
2: past that? Well, first of all, um, we've talked about being mindful before, Mm -hmm. and I think being mindful is part of... Being able to be present where you are right here right now, I just saw this darling um couple on uh Facebook. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and uh, you know start scrolling yeah and I saw this darling couple that had been married seventy five years he's ninety eight and she's ninety six wow. I think and they, t- and he was like adoring her as if they were just married oh, I sweet. love her. Uh, she's as beautiful today as the day I met her, and I love mm-hmm. everything about her. She's just been, and she and she was saying, you know what? We feel so blessed that we can still have that, even lucky. all the changes. Wow, has that have taken place in their lives? One thing remains constant, and that is an a sense of unconditional love and wow. an unconditional acceptance. Yeah for each other being human and mm-hmm. if you just talk about whatever it is you are experiencing then and something changes then we we soften a little bit about mm-hmm. the journey of change we're we're not so hung up on the fact that i'm not going to be in this form of the relationship any longer this form has changed in this relationship mm-hmm. I have uh beautiful, beautiful friends for life and male friends who it started out maybe romantic and it shifted into something else, but we've mm. always maintained the love that we actually have for each other in a deep way without making it bad, without making it. Exactly. Worse, yeah. Worse, I love that relationship and making <laughs> yeah. it horrible and you can't talk to that person anymore. It doesn't have to be that. I, way. I
0: know people that have we sat try to shift like, people oh. into categories. Exactly. And yeah. and it doesn't work. Yeah. We don't yeah. categorize. You can do that with books and internet and stuff like yeah. that. But you can't yeah. Yeah. do it with people because you're taking away their freedom. Yeah.
2: Well not I, only that, yeah. it puts people in a box. Yeah. And they can't work so because we keep them in the box by the category, the label that we yeah. place upon mm-hmm. the box. Exactly. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever had a relationship with a an asshole, but there are times mm-hmm. when we in you know go into a relationship and that person acts like an asshole. Excuse the expression. And after the first it's, month you think, oh my God, wake up call. After the right. emotionals, you know, right. the hormones. That's and their funny. That's really funny. But sometimes what we mean? don't let them out of that a box. We keep them in there. Even if they're changing, mm-hmm. we don't recognize the change because we've too busy keeping that label on that person. Yeah. So yeah. They can't get out of that a box because we've put them in there. You
1: know what? I know that with a, a friend, um, who doesn't mean this, but she, you, and, and I've seen this with mothers and sons and, and fathers do it with daughters too. It's like, you know, my little daughter, my little princess, and they can't handle it when the daughter Where's now starts dating and, and going, going, uh, you know, dating and then getting married. And some are really good about it, but I've seen a mother, you know, call her son a, a nickname that is not very um, male. Let's put it that way. Not so, you know, it's very um girly, which kind of drove him a little nuts. And then he grew up. But she keeps looking at him as when he was, you know, seven, eight years old. And he's a full grown man, like middle and age. On going his there. And so she's kept that little box there. Right, right. And so now, even if you talk to him and go, oh, I remember you when you were this, he gets pissed. It's yeah. like you can't even go about how we knew each other way back when because of that label. And yeah. I think there's a thing oh, too yeah. where allow people to grow and change even and become adults. Like and he really does have a thing about it. And I
0: kind of get it, but man yeah. Well, maybe the nickname wasn't his favorite name ever. No, I don't think it was. And it's very if it um, wasn't mm-mm.
2: then the parents should have stopped it. Yeah that Mm-mm. see what we do we don't realize the language that we use mm. and what we impose on our children or on each other and when right. we throw out those labels we don't mm-hmm. realize that it could be very hurtful and they grow up or when you tell when you tell a kid they're a brat mm-hmm. you're such a brat you're such a brat well they grow up and what do they mm-hmm. become they become a brat because they a think brat. that they are especially Mm -hmm. when older adults or our idols who are our parents tell us certain things. We grow up feeling we're not enough. We grow up feeling that, you know, there's something wrong with us that we were just not enough. And so Mm -hmm. that theme, that's Mm -hmm. where we talk about how to change those beliefs. We first have to dive into what is it? Do we believe about ourselves? Where did we get those beliefs Mm -hmm. and are those beliefs ours or did we adopt them? from our parents and mm. who did they get them from. Did they just blatantly mm-hmm. adopt them from their parents?
1: Do you ever have people when, when you're as a, you know, as a transformational coach, and I want to tell people again, uh, that Shelly's got an awesome article talking about this too, up on blend radio and tv.com. I'll link to the show notes as well as her website. But um, as a transformational life coach, do you see it that sometimes, especially maybe for women, that focusing on ourselves was at one point a no, no, that it like, oh, you know, yeah. work on ourselves to even write down who we want to become, all of that. Is that still out there in the world? Or is that like past over the last 20 years?
2: I, I, my, my sense is those limitations were imposed by our parents who also had limitations. And it's an ego construct We don't want, we want to tell somebody they can't do something because somewhere we may not be able to do it. And if somebody else does it, then we think that we're less than they are. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want them to dream up something big and become successful in it to a certain degree because our ego will feel bruised and our ego will feel like, well, we can't do that. So why should they be able to do that? What makes you sound special? You know, when somebody says, oh, I have to scream this, <laughs> this then, and that and that and this.
0: But then you want your children to experiment. And just because you don't play the trumpet doesn't mean your child can't. Right. Right. You know, exactly. I mean, you want your child to go out there and experience and push the boundaries, not in an unsafe way. Right.
2: But and you in don't a want way- them to get hurt. And that's where ego in our own selves comes in. Our ego, my sense is our ego isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it keeps, it wants to keep us safe and keep us from getting hurt. So if we dream too big and we fail, then the ego goes, I told you not to do that. I told you not to try that Mm -hmm. out. I told you that it's too hard or it's too Mm -hmm. this or it's too that. And and when we kind of bypass the ego and go from the heart and be heart directed, then the ego doesn't have a playground. Mm-hmm. The ego doesn't have to be wrong, but the heart will supersede the ego when we let ourselves Ooh. from the heart.
1: I, I've, I have a story that connects with that a bit. Um, the friend who started a business out of a whim that just something just this idea came to his head for a product um with friends and everything and he went oh I should do this and he did it and he got excited and he'd gone to college and everything and was doing stuff that wasn't really fulfilling to him but he thought well this is kind of cool you know and his dad said oh you're never gonna that's you know bs you know it's really not anything, you know, you're not being a doctor like you should kind of thing. So I remember our, we interviewed him and and he said, no, my motivation is my father saying I won't make it. And I thought, oh, I get it. However, you've lost sight of that spark of joy and it should really be that excitement of something new and how, you know what I mean? It should have been, he ended and he, he hauled ass in his business. He worked his butt off. He did. What he did in his company, um, is outstanding, but he ended up selling it. And it was always, it was a big frustration, which business, small business is, especially nowadays, because it also had to do with Amazon and their greedy pigs and what they do too. And so he was dealing with the greedy pig going, I'm just doing it because of my father and forgetting. His core little spark of joy for himself, yeah. and so that's what I was. I was wondering with what you were saying about that because it's kind of like mm-hmm. it was two egos ego offing instead of him just doing
0: the heart joy.
2: But the, right, the ego
0: is a defense mechanism.
2: That's all it is. It's a defense. Okay. The ego is rooted in the mind, and if we don't tame the mind, allow the mind. Hello. To come from the heart and soul, then the ego's going to take over all the, quote, shoulds. And mm-hmm. that word is a foreign language to me. Because mm-hmm. I, whenever I even begin to utter a shit, and I know the other part of that word is ud, I stop myself. She will say shit, though. I will say that. Yes. Okay. Hello. I, you don't want to, sh- and, and the ego comes, what happens? The ego sparks shooting all over ourselves. And that word is a setup word that doesn't help us change, uh, genuinely. Mm-hmm. It may help us take an action temporarily because we think we should do something should go against what my father said and prove him wrong, right? I should do that because he's telling me I'm not going to make it and I want to prove to him that I am going to make it. That's a bad motivation. Exactly. So there are two ways of motivating. You yeah. go towards something you want or mm-hmm. you go away from something you don't want. to mm. get to the goal. Mm-hmm. You go towards something or you go away from something. Yeah,
1: I think I think that is a huge and that's the thing with change. Like we talk about, um, you know, women not leaving abusive situations. And I don't want to get too far in that because there's that's a really complicated issue. And every woman is in a different or man, because I know men who've been yes. beaten up by their spouse, too. Right. Um, but That's a very complex situation. And sometimes you mm-hmm. do have to wait it out to get out safely. Um, however, we see that where they won't because of the comfort level and yet, and it's scary as hell to have to, like the devil is your comfort. And, and I, and I'm not talking about the abuse as much, but that's a mindset we get used to something where if it's not serving you and, and it's not, it's not nice and happy. I mean, that's why I go back to that time. Time is to me. I don't know, man. It it's you know, I started seeing things even, you know, what we do, I go, Oh my god, that's not serving. That that is I'm spending this much time on something that is not producing joy. Exactly.
2: So
0: then you two, wait. there's two sides. There's two sides. Like, okay, this was working and now for some reason for a couple of months it doesn't. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, let's get it back to where it will. Or instead you need of and change and and just bailing on everything. No, you have to look. You, I'm saying like yeah, you have yeah. to
1: look at, you have to look at like, is it a yeah. situation? Like I'm saying, if it's a, like an abusive situation or like, let's even look at. Oh, yeah. Maybe if you need to move, move where you, you are up. because. You are living in a place that, you know, we were talking about California. And I know people living in an area on the sea bluff that every time the rain comes, they start sinking. The Sierra Club comes out and tells them, you need to really just stop this, sell, let this land be land. And they get pissy. And yet they love nature. But no, I'm not leaving the beach view. And I'm going, you're going to fall down. And I knew with this Hurricane Hillary, I'm going, man, I don't know if that house is going to still be standing You you are defiant that you're going to, what, save this house? Like, really? It's going to fall into the ocean. It's happening. And it's actually hurting the sea itself. So there's things in life that are like serious, real changes. It could be like when your company, you may not be enjoying your job. Look at what's going on in the world now in business. People, this fight over remote versus non-remote work and people i think you know obviously you have to you know do some basics to survive there's real survival but um, uh, on top of that if there's no real joy and if people aren't enjoying going to work they're going to go some do
2: something else right and rather survive from home or or stay in a place that makes them unhappy all the time and, and when everyone's life crappy about? Is life about keeping yourself in a situation where you're mm-hmm. unhappy where is the joy in that? Where is the yummy delicious in that? There isn't any. I want the yummy but delicious. What, what happens is we accept it because we think on some level that we can't change it, mm-hmm. that we're inept, that we're inadequate, that we don't have the wherewithal to be able to change our situation. And that has to do with tapping into personal growth. Mm. to allow yourself a growth mindset that says, huh, this is here for, to challenge me to, as a human being, I want to experience all different things. And so I get to experience different kinds of things instead of thinking that I have to stay in this situation because of this, 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 and this. And some of those this, this, and this, and this is, are coming from the ego and not the heart because the heart really wants to do something to fulfill itself mm-hmm. but the mind and the ego prevents that because it wants to be right. Mm-hmm. It's just a fascinating dynamic that happens within us. So There's when the we word were... responsibility that... That, you know, the word responsibility comes from mm-hmm. response able mm-hmm. yeah. responsible responsible. Yeah. Which means that you're, you're aware enough of life itself and life, your life, that you can go inside and have some real good self-reflection time to say, huh, am I really happy here? What, what is the worst thing? I mean, what we do is we do come up with the worst thing, the what ifs, the worst thing scenario. What about the what ifs, the best thing scenario? Yeah. We don't seem to want to entertain those as much as we do the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. It keeps us equal. I think
0: if you're going to do a negative what if, then you should do a positive what if. So it's equal at the end of the day and and being, which is really
2: difficult, 100% honest. Right. And that has to do with self-reflecting. And that also has to do with letting go of the past. Mm -hmm. because we and that goes back Mm -hmm. to what we talked about at the beginning what we know we know and what we know is all the past experiences that we've had that bring us into this moment so if we Mm -hmm. keep bringing those past moments into this moment the next moment's going to be exactly the same it's what i said oh man
1: i hate that that repetitive cycle cycle. that's a form of torture
2: it really is. is It is that
1: cycle that just keeps going and repeating itself. It's like, Oh my God, get on with it. It's like the record that just keeps going. It's like
0: reruns on the television. Oh man. How many,
1: how many episodes of Archie Bunker can you handle? I thought it was a great show, but how many, I don't need to hear Archie Bunker in my head every day. Right. You know, that, that that is actually a really good balance. Uh, When we look at, I think Mm -hmm. all in the family really did play this out. Like here's the young kids of change.
2: Yeah, And Archie yeah.
1: Bunker's like, no, no, that's not yeah. how we've done it. This is how right, we always yeah. do it. And the kids mm-hmm. are like, but that's not happening
0: now. And he's yeah, like, yeah. I don't care. And they're like, well, this is happening. You're, You're going right. to have to get on with it. And that's yeah. the true. I mean, Edith, who's like the in-betweener, who right. calms everybody down. Oh, Archie. Archie. Yeah. And so she calms everybody down in a weird, comical fashion. Mm-hmm. I to make fashion. it all gel together right. again, and which and brings to been. mind, you have to have a sense of humor in life, or you're really going to be miserable. A
2: hundred percent, <laughs> you really right. do. Yes, yeah. because when we take ourselves too seriously, and I know when mm-hmm. I do, you just strip the very joy right out of your life. I mean, absolutely, one
0: hundred percent. You have to. You have oh, I wonder, to laugh and have a sense of humor. But yeah. I
1: think the growth mindset, I really want to go back to that because I, I thought that was my favorite part of your article because you talk about it in the a mindset. There's being mindfulness, right? And that's something of becoming a habit. So, you know, when we're talking about change, if we're kind of, you know, sometimes we're all living in that crazy world where everything is going at us. And, you know, we just did a panel on AI. And at the end of the day, it was like, it's a good and a bad thing, but it's about us having that mindset of, of still using cognitive thinking, you know, critical right. thinking, right? Right. Right. So right. That should be something that we run in our lives on a daily basis. So right. the growth mindset, the mindfulness, the growth mindset, isn't that
2: something that we should be doing as a constant, like a habit? I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. And, and if you would, if you would like to lighten up the way in which you even said that to help us embrace that, I would exchange the word should to get oh, to- Oh, did change. I say should? You did. To get to, because we get to change the mindset in order to free ourselves from carrying the load from the past that we're bringing into the future. Mm-hmm. And we do that. We're actually- I think I've shared this analogy before. It's like a real estate. Um, in real estate, you've got all these no vacancy signs, right? So when we have no vacancy signs for anything new to happen, they all take place in our brain and nothing new can come in. But mm-hmm. when we start plucking out those old thoughts, those old patterns, those old ways of thinking, we're actually making room for something new to happen. And that only happens in the unknown. Mm. It doesn't happen in the known, which is the past. Right. So
1: so like uh, on our road trip, right? uh, It's very Buddhist. Like if you, like you can only put so much water in a glass, right? Unless you're a magician and then you can put a bunny and a top hat in your glass of water. Right, right, right. But like our car, like there becomes this point of we cannot put another brochure in about a park Without the car going to go, I'm going to sink now. You've done too much. So you've got to have the wiggle room because what happens? That's right. Like we were on the road and we tried to rescue this lost puppy.
2: It was really a a rough thing.
1: But if our car was over full, what was I going to do with the puppy?
0: Exactly. He needs
1: the room for that new thing to come into the car.
0: So exactly Nancy, forever. please get rid you of your suitcase. To the <laughs> no, because we just could have taken it a couple no, of blocks no, and no, miles. I'm, saying, I'm the using SBCA. this as an,
1: as an analogy of like if we have, you know, as being on the road, we have really learned that you cannot have everything in the world oh, at no. once. Yet we, our experiences are always the new thing. But it's the same thing. There's only so much you can put in your house and live happily. You know what I mean. You need to have room for maybe an extra guest that you didn't know that's coming for Thanksgiving dinner. Right. You know, always have that little extra if you can for the unexpected. <laughs> you never know who you're going to meet. You know right. when you read your horoscope and they go, "Ooh, someone's coming from the past that you didn't know." You're like, "Ooh." Right. Ooh. Why is it though you always think they're going to be dashing on their, you know, their horse or something.
2: It's I don't so know. Scary. It's mystery. It's mystery. It's a fairy tale and it's the mystery, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. And mysteries are good because mysteries they, are they you think outside the box. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we not only embrace the change that comes with that, mm-hmm. we allow for something surprising to take place mm-hmm. that we don't expect. I mean, yeah. if you want to ask for a sign of magic, You ask for a sign of magic from the universe and then something unexpected will happen that that surprises and delights you. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes, I believe, that's what partially makes life so very interesting and fun to be in. Mm Because we're only here temporarily. So we might as well make the best of what we have and what we experience and where we are and who Mm -hmm. we're with. And to make sure that we're around people that that reflect that fun factor, that goodness, that self-growth, that, you know, other minded people that share in our view so that we can expand each other and uplift each other instead of pull each other down. And that's a huge huge shift. I know that growing up in my family, we were not taught to uplift. We were taught to tear each other down. And so we've had to grow up. Really making that a mindful, purposeful um, thing to do Change. to mm-hmm. each other instead of tear each other down because you yeah. know what that is like. Well, this I is think this that also came about how... World
0: War II? I think that's the aftermath of World War II.
2: Hmm. And
0: everybody was kind of depressed that there was actually the first war was supposed to you know, not happen. The second one was the war to end all wars. Well, that didn't end any wars at all. You know, it just it shifted to different kinds of wars. Here's in Vietnam and here's in Afghanistan and here's over there. Didn't go to World War Three as of yet, thank gosh. But at the end of the day, there I think I'm just thinking back to my grandparents, there was a depression um both monetary and mindset after World War two yeah, yeah I, hold everything I, in H- hold everything in yeah you know? and and it and it and it, it took place in their children because that's how they were brought up under that realm of depression, and don't take chances and don't go for broke and don't think outside the box. Just do what you're told to do, and you'll be fine. And that's interesting because for
1: you know us Anglo's who came over on boats, right? Um, I'm not talking about you know people coming in in slavery, and you know here's you know the indigenous people enjoying life, and then here we come. Yeah. And um, but they were seeking religious freedom. They were seeking freedom, right? And they they knew that was somebody else's freedom. I mean, when you're coming in, I know. When you come in on the yeah. Mayflower, that's not an, that's not a easy change. I mean, that's a huge change to say goodbye to the rest of the family. I'm getting on a boat of hell because that's mm-hmm. not an easy, you know, trip over. Come here to a foreign land. They, they're like, Oh, the Indians are savages. Freak out. Right. You right. know, oh, they and, and that was it. Oh, they look different than us. We're white and they're not. Oh, let's right. take, you know, and
0: let's take their freedom away. Yeah. You yeah, exactly. we just went through. Just we're to exactly, isn't that strange? Yeah, but that, 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 that was, it was that okay. point.
1: It, but this change, you go through this gigantic change, and then that conditioning from the past just made everybody with that hardcore change for freedom. And there's an exciting thing about landing in a new place to and, me. And uh, then you it, do just
0: what you're what you escaped from, you yes. do exactly what you learned as a kid. Right. Even after that big change. Right,
1: right. Yeah. Oh, I love fall. So, so here's, to this, here's to the season. So Shelly, I know you like to cook, right? I so
2: do. what is your favorite dish for fall? I, mm. in the book, is my butternut squash ginger carrot soup. Ooh. And it was, I, I mean, I do a series of instinct soups and the way I cook is pretty instinctive. And and uh you know asking which vegetables want to be in my soup and and i think there are 21 ingredients in that particular recipe because it's just so much fun to put a little bit of this and a little bit of that in there so mm-hmm. i would say that it's my butternut squash ginger carrot soup it sounds it's good and warming so wow. and Yum. hearty and you know it's just delicious although i am going to make a vegetarian chili for my daughter she's a vegetarian and I'm going to, she said, mom, will Ooh. you make me chili? So I'm going to go make her a chili after we get off this call.
1: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Always good to chat with you, Shelly. Always fun. Even though you're teaching us stuff, we're having fun, right? That's it's right. Teaching, it's, you've learning. got to have fun. It's, yeah. it is yummy, delicious. Did I say it? I yes. did. I yes. did. Everyone, uh, if you go to com, she's got an awesome course on there called Creating a Yummy Delicious Life and mm-hmm. that's where you get tools to transform yourself and catapult you forward. That's did right. I get I that know. right Miss Shelley? That's right. I think that catapult. That's forward through
2: change, right? <laughs> and just right. get right hold past hold. those leaves. That's and it. We so accept that change is inevitable and we embrace it and we allow for it and um we go through it with more ease and grace than ever. And, and that's how we help navigate our human experience.
1: I love it. I love it. So everyone again, ShellyWisen.com, her yeah. article is in the show notes, and she is here every first Sunday because we want to start off the month with a positive vibe and it's going to be a yummy, delicious month. So
2: there you keep go. up with us
1: at BigBlendRadio.com. Thanks so much, Shelly. Thank
2: you. Thank Shelly. Thank you so much.